Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine coming to you today with the podcast of the Common Sense MD. Today I want to revisit something that I focus on every day in my practice. That's obesity. You know, when I first started my practice, went out on my own 17 years ago, it was for the sole purpose of getting people leaner because I realized in my family practice of many years before that that I was just piling medicines on these people and I really wasn't solving the problem, you know, for their blood pressure, for their cholesterol, for their um, diabetes, for their arthritis, then for their depression. And anyway, so I had to learn nutrition all over again, which I did. In the meantime, two of my children came down with type 1 diabetes, so it was very timely. But in any event, you know, as time goes on, I study this in depth, and I've come to believe certain things that I know are true that um, you need to know about. You know, it's here it is March, it's springtime, we need to think about getting leaner, the weather's great, we want to get outside and be active. Um, and you know, when you go to the doctor and they tell you to lose weight, and then you go, well, how? And they go, well, simple eat less and exercise more. Well, that doesn't work. It really doesn't work. There's so many factors involved. So really what we need to be thinking of, we need to revisit this obesity thing because we need to start thinking of obesity as a chronic disease, which I firmly believe it is. It's a chronic disease, just like hypertension's a chronic disease. You know, I'm not saying you can't cure it, but it's very difficult to cure it. And you certainly can't do it by diet and exercise alone. You know, there are many factors involved that contribute to a person's obesity. Um, psychological factors, certainly. Genetics, hormones, especially insulin resistance. Um, sleep, poor dietary knowledge, poor habits. Um, but it's really a problem of metabolism that we need to think about. Um, and it's a chronic disease. Now, it needs lifelong treatment also. That's something that a lot of people make the mistake because a lot of people that go on a diet or even a medication from a diet for a diet, they gain the weight back when they stop it. So really, we need to treat it chronically, um, especially when we treat it with medications. Um, you know, back... Back in the old days, when we, we had, we've had several weight loss medications down through the years. Some of them have gained disfavor and been pulled from the market. Some of them are stimulants. Um, but we're going to talk about one in a minute that, that's a really a game changer. I've talked about it before, but you can't emphasize it enough that it's, it's really just an unbelievable assistance to helping people lose weight. So as many factors... For why people weigh what they are, like I tell all my patients, life is not fair. You may eat way less than your beanpole buddy, and yet they're skinny and you're not. So life is not fair, for sure. Um, plus, it gets worse as you get older. It's harder, um, as you know. But really, think about obesity, not only as a chronic disease, but being controlled by many factors, including hormones, of course, like insulin, insulin resistance is a huge one, cortisol, estrogen, 
testosterone. But there's a certain amount of gut hormones that you may or may not have heard about, like ghrelin, leptin, PYY, neuropeptide Y, cholestisthekinin, um, the GLP-1s, which are key to this talk, glucagon-like peptides, receptor agonists is really the formal name for them. But, and you've all heard about them by this time. You've seen me host several people that have talked about their testimonies about losing weight with these things. But now we kind of have a game changer, um, but we need to talk about it. But anyway, um, these gut hormones really control um, they're released by the gut, and they control your appetite. They signal when you're full. They, they have a lot of different functions. Um, and, you know, sometimes people think they can control their hormones. I've had people say that, but I want you to think about it like this. If you're a woman, can you control your ovulation? Can you control your hormones to ovulate? No, you can't. Likewise, you can't control these hormones. I mean, granted, you can starve yourself and lose weight, but eventually you're going to lose that weight back unless we find the answer. Um, so you really can't control with your mind those hormones in your gut. Now, you can certainly help it out. And two things I always tell my patients, eat less carbs and practice intermittent fasting. Very helpful. But if you really want to get down to the weight you should be and keep it off, you need to think about getting some help if you're one of those many, many people that have weight loss or weight loss problems and, and to keep it off, um, you know, your body adjusts homeostasis. So it's very hard to do it for yourself. As you know, if you just cut down your calories, your body's going to go into a lowered metabolism. It's going to be that much hard to lose. And if you get on a diet, you know, or even with assistance and you get off of it, that diet or that medication, you're most likely going to gain the weight back unless you're in that 1% to 2% um, who just has, I guess, incredible willpower or you just change your whole life. But, you know, willpower is – I really don't believe a lot in willpower. Um, but anyway, two-thirds of Americans are either overweight or obese. That's a fact. Two out of three. And it's getting worse with the kids especially. Out of the 50% of those that qualify for a weight loss medication, only 2% are getting treatment. 2% are getting treatment. That's because a lot of people don't know about it. A lot, a lot of doctors don't know about it, or they won't use it for some reason. Uh, but anyway, so what's, what's the game changer? Of course, it's the GLP-1 receptor agonist. You know, we started out with Victoza, Saxenda. Um, then we got, and, and those medications are really for diabetes, really, because they do help control the blood sugar. In my opinion, you know, a lot of weight gain is caused by fluctuating glucose control. In fact, I think the majority of it is. That's why I tell you to eat a low-carb diet. Um, but anyway... These GLP-1 receptor agonists, to me, they're the drugs of the century. Here it is, 2023. I don't know of any drug that's come close to helping as much as many people as this class of drugs. 
because it not only helps you lose weight and get off a lot of the medications you didn't need in the first place, but it also protects your heart. It protects your kidney. It can help reverse non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. These things are also neuromodulators, so they actually improve your mood. I had several patients tell me that. You know, I had a hard time believing it. You know, I think I had one person tell me they didn't need their Adderall for ADD anymore because they took one of these GLP receptor agonists. And now, you know, I went to a, a seminar not long ago that kind of went over this, and I could see the reason why. So this really is a game changer. Um, Wegovi is the one that is approved and the, and the most studied for long-term sustained weight loss. Now, again, Wegovi and Ozempic are exact same medications. Remember that. Ozempic was formed to, to take care of diabetes. We used it 10 to 1 just for weight loss. So they came out, of course, with Wegovy, which is the same thing. They have a little bit different dosage in the way the pins operated, but it's the exact same medicine. So it's a semiglutide product. But anyway, and the good thing about it, it's once a week, um, which, which I really like, and it works. In, in re they came out with some very recent studies that I went to this seminar for a couple weeks ago. And a 68-week trial um, weight study showed that 15% average weight loss on Wegovy, 15% of your body weight, which is an average of 35 pounds. A third of the people lost greater than 20% of their body weight, which averaged out to losing 46 pounds. That's average. The B, you have to qualify for this drug. And again, there's other ways of getting similar medicines. This isn't the only one. And believe me, there are going to be more out like this. Um, but anyway, you, you need to have a BMI of greater than 30. Most people qualify, like I said. Or greater than 27 with one comorbidity, like hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, triglycerides. Um, this, this has already been approved for pediatrics. You have to, you know, for age 12 and over, you have to be in the greater than 95th percentile for your BMI to qualify. But even kids can use this. But the most important thing that I've learned about this drug and looking at all these studies when I take a deep dive on it is that you need to stay on the medicine. The important thing is sustained weight loss. I can't tell you how many times I've helped people lose weight and they've gained it back. It's very difficult. Remember, it's, it's gut hormone related, and that's what this thing does. It, it sends signals to your brain that you're full. It, it works in four different ways, but that's the main one that, that helps you through this gut peptide that you didn't even know you had probably. Uh, but it's remember, it's sustained weight loss that counts. Otherwise, it's too frustrating. So most people that have a weight problem are going to need to stay on this thing um, along with a better diet. Hopefully, you can learn that along the way. And, of course, exercise. Exercise is not a weight loss tool. It's the best thing you can possibly do for your health, but don't count on it as a weight loss tool. It's just not. Um, but anyway, so we go is so far the the only once-weekly GLP-1 receptor agonist for chronic weight management with significant sustained weight loss. 
Um, now, in the studies, when they went ahead and stopped it, they reached their end point, whatever, people gained an average weight back of 6% of their body weight. That's a significant amount. So, you know, I'm not against, you know, trying it, but just realize it's going to be an uphill battle. And you probably, if you have a significant problem with obesity, you're probably going to need to stay on this medication. Um, side effects, of course, nausea is the main one, delays gastric emptying. You'll learn not to eat too much, that's for sure. Some people get constipated. You know, I haven't had a lot of people that couldn't take this. Most people definitely stayed on it. You can't take it if you've had recurrent pancreatitis or medullary cancer of the thyroid, which, which is was seen in some rats. It, it's rare as hen's teeth, um, so it's really not a worry. Or something called MEN syndrome number two, multiple endocrine neoplasia, which is an array of endocrine cancers, which, again, is rare. Um, but anyway... Um, I tell people if they get severe abdominal pain with this, with vomiting, stop it. Um, but, of course, if you felt a lump in your neck, which you're not going to, but if you felt that, let us know. Never seen that. Um, the main problem I've had with this group of medications is um, insurance coverage because these medicines are expensive. Um, fortunately, that's what Wegovy is out for. When they first launched it, they had a big misstep. They didn't make enough of it, and they couldn't, they couldn't produce enough of it. It got so popular, and, and everybody was using Ozempic and maybe Monjero, which is another good GLP-1 receptor agonist um, out there. But this Wegovy... I think is going to pass through on people that qualify, which is a lot of people. Over half the people in this country should really qualify for it. And again, only 2% of, of those patients are given any help to lose this weight. They're just told to go lose the weight by eating less and exercising more. That's not working. So insurance coverage, sometimes we have to do a PA on it. Um, but there, there are specialty pharmacies that are, that are helping us out with this a lot. So a lot of people are starting to get it. And I guarantee you there's going to be other products like it and more availability. So think about, think about this thing. You know, you probably, if you have a significant problem with your weight, you probably need medication help with this. You know, I'm, as an integrative functional medicine doctor, I'm all for natural stuff. But I'm also, I'm kind of like a blend between traditional and alternative. I'm going to take the best of both. And if somebody's not having success, um, like most people, they need medication to help them over this. At least, you know, it's probably going to be for a longer period of time than you might think. But, um, and I firmly believe you can learn how to eat a lot better. But if you're one of those people, for whatever reason, I mean, it goes back to probably prenatal, how some people have a tendency to be obese later in life. There's so many factors. It's so complex with so many different hormones. And then you add psychology, trauma, sleep problems, uh, menopause, andropause, all those things. And it gets real complex. But that's why we're here to help you out with this, because I battle against obesity. Again, I think it's our nation's number one health care problem is obesity. If the average person weighed what 
they did back in the early 60s when I grew up, we would have no health care problem right now, in my opinion. Then the drug, pro the illicit drug problem comes along, but we'll talk about that at another time. But anyway, so think about um, these new class of medications that can really help you get the weight off and keep the weight off, but you're probably going to have to sustain this for a while, uh, maybe the rest of your life. Um, anyway, I hope that helps. Join us in the fight against obesity. I'll see you next week.